Get ready, we're turning it up. Get ready, get ready, we're turning it up. Welcome everybody into the Pigskin Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Bordeaux, and you can find me on Twitter at Pigskin underscore DRock. It's almost baby time at Justin's house, so we're flying solo again today. We're probably going to get a lot of solo shows next coming weeks as we welcome Justin's new baby into the world, future fantasy football champion, just like you guys. Tonight we got, it's mock season, baby. This is the time of the year where you should be doing daily mock drafts. Yes, I said daily mock drafts, okay? Winners are born, champions champions are made. Get in there and get drafting. Before we get to it, though, I just want to remind you guys, don't be a chump. Follow the champs on Twitter, at PigskinChamps, on Facebook, at PigskinChampsPod. All right, let's, uh, let's talk some news. All right, guys, plenty, plenty of camp news to dive into. I'm only going to hit a couple things today, but these are the seem to be the most important, most pressing matters in fantasy football. First thing I got for you is Melvin Gordon is, quote, clearly the RB1 in Broncos offense in training camp. Yeah, a lot of people were, you know, had high hopes for Javonta Williams and myself included. I think I had him as my RB2 in this class coming in. And, I mean, it's not discouraging that he's not dominating the early parts of training camp. I mean, he's still a rookie. Melvin Gordon is still capable back. So this this headline doesn't surprise me in the least bit. I think that over time, Javonta Williams will be the guy. But early in the season, Melvin Gordon's probably going to be the guy, the RB1 in Denver. Now, I do fully expect Javonta Williams to take over, like I said. And also next season... Melvin Gordon isn't even locked in for 2022. He is an unrestricted free agent after this season, so we will see Javonta Williams take over. Maybe we get a strong second half from Javonta Williams. I think Melvin Gordon will start the season strong and then, you know, kind of sort of fade, and we'll see the rookie get more looks. Speaking of rookies, we got wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles, Devonta Smith, expected to miss two to three weeks with an MCL sprain. Expected to be the number one target or the number one receiver in this offense. Going to miss some time. It's some important time to, to develop chemistry with Jalen Hurts. This, this doesn't help. It doesn't help his uh, early season projections. Kind of interested to see who steps up in this offense. You know, they got, they got Jalen Rager. They got Travis Fulgham. They still have Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders. So, I mean, they still have some weapons on this team, but... There's no doubt that Devonta Smith was supposed to be a focal point of this offense. Uh, Wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens, Marquise Brown, dealing with a hamstring injury is, is, quote, more serious than initially expected. Not good. Not good for Marquise Brown. Already dealing with some hamstring injuries. Hasn't been too effective in his early NFL career. Um, You know, 
I said it before that the greatest ability in in uh, the NFL is is availability. So if you can't be on the field, you know, it doesn't matter how talented you are. If you can't be there on the field, then you can't produce. So we'll see. I mean, Marquise Brown was a guy that I wasn't really excited about to begin with, but this almost certainly moves me off of him for redraft in 2021, at least in the early part of the season. And what seems to be the biggest news of the week is Indianapolis Colts quarterback Carson Wentz will undergo surgery on the injured foot. Should expect him to be out five to 12 weeks. The one, the biggest thing to to think about in this is the injury optimism. Make sure that, you know, it says five to 12 weeks. Lean on the side of caution. It'll most likely be a little bit later on the later side of this injury timeline. So I wouldn't expect Carson Wentz to be 100% by the low end of this timeline, the five-week timeline. I think it's safer to bet on him being out for a lengthy amount of time. And, you know, he tried to tried to uh, play through it, but without getting and not get surgery. But, you know, sometimes the injury is just too much. And, you know, now he's going to have surgery and he's going to be out for a little bit. So I think this is definitely makes some of the other the the options in this offense do take a hit. I think, you know, I was already fading Jonathan Taylor in the first round. This almost completely knocks him out of the first round for me. No matter what, I would rather have Najee Harris at this point. I wasn't really too excited about Michael Pittman, to be honest with you. I'm I'm more on the side of Paris Campbell. I mean, that's kind of faded away now because of the, the injury to, you know, their starting quarterback. And there's just so many unknowns with the guys that they have. And I'm not willing to bank on a on a breakout from Paris Campbell without Carson Wentz. And they don't have a notable tight end either. It's just a a, a mess without without Carson Wentz. Having a lower tier quarterback as their as their starter definitely hurts the overall offense, which you know, it could make it a bottom sixteen scoring offense. And that's that's what I try to avoid in fantasy football is players on bottom sixteen scoring offenses. You know, they have a great defense. I just don't expect them to compete with teams, you know, scoring points and, and they're gonna play good defense and run the ball. But does that translate to, you know, is the offense efficient enough to score points? And Jonathan Taylor can run run wild all he wants, but you know, if the team cannot continue to keep drives going, if the quarterback cannot whoever that quarterback is, they can't keep the offense on the field, it's not gonna matter. So unless Jonathan Taylor breaks off you know, 80 runs all the time, 80 yard runs all the time, you know, it's going to be tough for him to sustain any kind of value for me. So I'm more off of him now than I was before. Hopefully Carson Wentz comes back soon. All right. That's enough news for today. We're going to do a mock draft real quick. Uh, So it's just going to be me. I've got the, we're going to do a 12 team super flex redraft. This is not dynasty. This is redraft. Super flex redraft league. Okay, we're gonna do one quarter, one quarterback, two running back, two receiver, one tight end, two flex, and a super flex. And we'll do five bench, keep it relatively short. And I randomize the draft order. And oh, sweet, I get pick number three. All right, pick number three makes me really happy, especially in a super flex. So, or in any in any draft, one hundred three is is a great spot to be. So I'm gonna go ahead and hit the start button. You know, my general, I don't play in a ton of super flex. So, you know, my general my general philosophy is to get a quarterback, at least two quarterbacks in the top four to five rounds, and 
I don't know if I really feel comfortable yet taking a quarterback in the first round. So I think that's what I'm going to do in this draft. I'm going to not take a QB first. So let me just update these settings real quick. And we're off. Okay. So first two picks, Dalvin Cook and Josh Allen, leaving Christian McCaffrey for me to take at 103. That is an easy smash uh, selection for me. I just can't can't pass that up. At 103? All right. Uh, yeah, then you got Derrick Henry, Patrick Mahomes, Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, Kyler Murray, Jonathan Taylor, Travis Kelsey, Dak Prescott, and Lamar Jackson in the first round. So you can already see you know, the difference between Superflex and Redraft, or uh, one quarterback leagues. You've got one, two, three, four, five quarterbacks in the first round. Uh, Nick Chubb, Justin Herbert, Devontae Adams, Russell Wilson, Tyree Kill, Ezekiel Elliott, Aaron Jones, George Kittle, Stephon Diggs start off the second round. So you've got seven quarterbacks off the board. Kind of scary. So I'm on the clock now. I've got Christian McCaffrey as my first pick. I'm going to go ahead and select Aaron Rodgers here. Um, I wanted to get a quarterback and... You know, he's an elite option still. You know, this is redraft. This is not dynasty. So give me Aaron Rodgers, the reigning MVP. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Austin Eckler finish out round number two. Then you got Najee Harris. Uh, I love, uh, I just love Najee Harris this year. Joe Mixon, start off round three. I am back on the clock. I like a lot of the quarterbacks here. But I've got some stud options at receiver here as well. So um you know the running backs here I don't really see a whole actually you know what Clyde Edwards Hilaire is sitting here and I'm kind of deciding between him and DK Metcalf or AJ Brown. I don't really want to go quarterback. I think I can get a quarterback on the way back. I think Clyde is the last of this tier of guys I think could be potential overall RB1s. So I'm going to go ahead and take Clyde here at the 303 and just kind of see how my team goes. Antonio Gibson, Calvin Ridley, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Darren Waller, Matthew Stafford, J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, and Justin Jefferson went. Fourth round, Joe Burrow. David Montgomery, Jalen Hurts, Kyle Pitts, Michael Thomas, Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson, Josh Jacobs, and Tom Brady. All right. Um, I think it's second quarterback time. It's it's the fourth round. And outside of Ryan Tannehill, you know, you got Trevor Lawrence, rookie quarterback, in a, you know, it's still a bad offense, I believe. Matt Ryan in an offense that is going to be different, but I don't know. I don't know if I just – Matt Ryan's a statue, and I don't think that he's going to provide me, you know, elite, you know, quarterback status. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Ryan Tannehill here. So now I've got Tannehill and Aaron Rodgers, Christian McCaffrey, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Two running backs, two quarterbacks. I think I'm good with my quarterbacks for now, obviously. So I'm going to take a look at receiver and I've got two options that I'm looking at. But first Trevor Lawrence and Chris Carson will finish out round number four. Chris Godwin, Mark Andrews start round five. I'm sitting here at the 503 and 
for my number one receiver, I'm going to go ahead and take, I'm looking at Keenan Allen or CD Lamb. Now I'm going to go, I'm just going to go ahead and take Keenan Allen here. And the reason why I'm going to go over him, Keenan Allen over CD Lamb is just CD Lamb has Amari Cooper on his team. And, you know, Keenan Allen is the guy. He is the number one. You know, he's going to get the most targets in the offense. And I think as my wide receiver one, I need a guy who's going to lead the team in targets. And, you know, I'm not confident CeeDee Lamb is going to do that. So I would have loved to have gotten CeeDee Lamb as my two. But, you know, that's not how the draft, it doesn't always work out like that. All right. Miles Sanders, Mike Evans, Travis Etienne, CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb lasted to the 507. Darrell Henderson, Amari Cooper, Miles Gaskin, DJ Moore, TJ Hawkinson all finish out round number five. Jamar Chase, Kareem Hunt, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Kenny Galladay, Baker Mayfield, Adam Thielen, Cooper Cup, and Tyler Lockett in round six. All right, looking for a... All right, just going to name off some of the running backs here and kind of show you where the draft is going. Javonta Williams, Mike Davis, James Robinson, Chase Edmonds, Melvin Gordon. Those are all guys going right now at the top of the list. I'm going to skip that. And I'm looking at Robert Woods, Brandon Ayuk, Deontay Johnson. I'm going to take Robert Woods. You know, he's a safe pick. I got Keenan Allen as my upside guy. I mean, honestly, they're, they're both they're both pretty safe. You know, as long as Keenan Allen can stay healthy. But I'm going to take Robert Woods here. With Matthew Stafford, I think it's a good pairing. Deontay Johnson, Mike Davis, Javonta Williams, Chase Claypool on the turn. And I'm on the clock again. Looking at, let's kind of look at the running backs one more time. I'm not really sold on any of these guys a lot of these guys are in committees but i need an rb3 this is actually my first flex so i've got two running backs two wide receivers two quarterbacks the only starting spots i have left are my two flex and my tight end spot so just a brief glance at tight end and uh nope so you know i don't i don't do middle round tight ends so even looking at right now, you know, my tight end five, Tyler Higby is on the board still, but I can get him. His ADP is a lot later than this right now. So I'm going to wait and see if I can snag him later. Um, this After this pick, I have quite a drop on, quite a wait to come back. So I'm actually going to take another wide receiver here because I think I can – all right, I'm going to go Brandon Ayuk here. Guy was making plays last year. Left, right, and center. He's a, he's a, he's a great player. And I think this offense is going to be stupid efficient. And I want a piece of that. I want the, the guy who's probably not going to lead the team in targets with George Kittle, a healthy George Kittle. But definitely a guy who could be the number one wide receiver for his team. Okay. James Robinson, Chase Edmonds, Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz, Justin Fields, T. Higgins, Cortland Sutton, 
Noah Fant, Odell Beckham finish out round seven. Round eight starts with Devonta Free. Devon, sorry, wow, uh, Devonta Smith, not Devonta Freeman. DJ Chark, Ronald Jones, Jerry Judy, Jalen Waddle, Juju Smith-Schuster, Dallas Goddard, Tua Tungavailoa, and Daniel Jones. Really sad to see Ronald Jones and Jerry Judy come off the board in this round, and Jalen Waddle. And I'm rising on Jalen Waddle, but I've always been a Ronald Jones fan. And Jerry Judy's my breakout sleeper of the year. I don't even know if that's I don't even know if that sentence makes sense. He's my breakout player for 2021. All right. Looking at I need to, I need to go back to running back. So what I'm gonna do is I need some. All right. So I'm a, I'm a pretty active fantasy player, and I feel like Melvin Gordon here is a good pick, and I feel like I'll be able to flip Melvin Gordon if he starts off hot. I'm going to go ahead and take Melvin Gordon here, and I'm going to hope that... All right, it didn't happen. Actually, Team 2 took Raheem Moster and then came back around and took Trey Sermon. Man, that's tough. Okay, well, I'm going to go with a... I'm going to take a quick glance at receiver. You know, I think I've got three really solid guys, and there's still a lot of value left on this board. I'm going to go back to running back and take one more guy that I think could be a workhorse. I'm going to buy into the talent. I'm going to buy into the situation. I think that Damian Harris is going to have a pretty good season, and I think... I think, I mean, I, I would rather have him with Mac Jones as a quarterback, but, you know, Cam Newton does help. You know, a mobile quarterback does help the running game as well. Maybe his touchdown upside is not as much as we'd want it to be, but, hey, he's going to get a lot of rushing work in this offense. All right, Logan Thomas, Robert Tunyon, Sam Darnold, Debo Samuel, Leonard Fournette, Michael Carter, Mike Sicki, Jarvis Landry, and David Johnson. Antonio Brown, Robbie Anderson, Michael Pittman, Curtis Samuel, Will Fuller, Tyler Boyd, Irv Smith, LaVisca Chanel, and Brandon Cooks. All right, just a quick glance at my team. And have all the starting spots filled out except for the tight end position. I'm going to take a quick glance because a lot of the guys that I like have gone off the board. I think I'm out of that middle round tight end range. All right. All right, I'm going to wait one more pick on tight ends, and I'm going to go and look at a wide receiver here. I do not like any of the running back options, so we're going to take a look at receiver, and I'm going to go ahead and take a rookie. You know, the news about uh, Marquise Brown, you know, dealing with a little bit of it, dealing with some injuries. And, you know, I think that's going to see, Rashad Bateman will see a good, healthy target share in this offense, uh, you know, on at with Mark Andrews in the fold still, okay? I'm going to go ahead and take my tight end, Tyler Higby, here in the 11th round. Got my, got my tight end five in the 11th round of this draft. I got three more picks to make. Team is shaping up pretty nicely. I'll read it off to you guys at the end of this. I'm going to start reading off every single pick, and let's kind of just talk through. You know, Mike Williams is a good 
a good value down here in the 11th round. It's going to play the exposition for the Chargers. And, you know, I w didn't, wasn't considering him here, and I probably wouldn't have considered him anywhere else because I have Keenan Allen, so probably would have uh, bypassed him, you know, even, even if I did have the chance to. Um, Darnell Mooney at the end of the 11th round is a good pick. You know, I love me some Darnell Mooney, especially if we can get uh, Justin Fields on the on the field playing early, hopefully. Johnu Smith in the 12th round. You know, I'm not upset about that because I got Tyler Higby. I don't usually draft two tight ends, but he would have been my pick if Higby had been taken from me in the 10-11 turn. So Johnu Smith is another guy that I'm really high on. Um, And that's pretty much, that's the extent of that turn right there. All right, I'm going to go to wide receiver and I'm going to take a I'm going to take a guy who has high draft capital who I think I'm just going to throw a dart and see if it hits see if it hits anything. Uh, I'm going to take Henry Ruggs in the 12th round. Now, I'm not a huge believer in Henry Ruggs, but when I can also come around on the end of this turn and take another upside wide receiver who has a chance to you know kind of I mean not really his upside is there, but he's more of like a handcuff. Um, I'm going to take Mikael Hardman, and I don't love it, but if he does turn into what, you know, what we wanted Sammy Watkins to be last year, then I think that's valuable in the 13th round. Can't really hurt my team at this point. If he's nothing, then I can drop him you know, in the first, within the first couple weeks of the season and be okay. All right, I have my last pick here, and, you know, I'm going to play it kind of boring. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go for some upside. Some upside here. I was considering uh, Derek Carr or, you know, like a Cam Newton here. Cam Newton more for the rushing upside week to week. I don't think he's going to be, you know, a guy that's going to throw the ball a lot that's going to produce fantasy points for you. I think he's going to get a lot of his fantasy value on the ground. I'm going to grab uh, Taysom Hill here, and that's just me banking on him winning the job. And I just think that with the injury to Michael Thomas, Taysom Hill probably wins this job now. You know, if he's a starting quarterback and he's running like he does and he's being used in trick plays and stuff like that, he could be valuable for fantasy. And as my third quarterback, why not? Why not? Okay, so my team, after this draft, draft has ended. I've got Aaron Rodgers, Christian McCaffrey, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Melvin Gordon, Damian Harris as my running backs. All right, I'm going to run through my team. I'm going to go position by position. And, yeah, let's kind of talk about it. I have at quarterback Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill, and Taysom Hill. I think that's pretty solid. I've got a guy that's going to throw for a lot, a guy that's going to help me on the rushing side of things, and then an upside pick in Taysom Hill. That could provide me a little bit of both and you know, could be a lottery ticket. At running back, i got Christian McCaffrey, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Melvin Gordon, Damian Harris. You know, It's a good group. I think that I lack depth a little bit here. I think I went a little too receiver heavy. I probably should have taken another running back, but I mean, you know, Melvin Gordon could be riding the bench halfway through the year. So, 
you know, we'll see. I hope Damian Harris takes off for the sake of this fake mock draft team. Yeah. All right, so Keenan Allen, Robert Woods, Brandon Ayuk, Rashad Bateman, Henry Ruggs, and Miko Hardman are my wide receivers. I think I'm heavy up top, and again, I think my depth is a little lacking. You know, I'm definitely taking a lot of shots. Rashad Bateman, Henry Ruggs, Miko Hardman, Taysom Hill. Now, those four guys on a five-man bench is pretty pretty light. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that my starting lineup makes up for a lot of my deficiencies, especially uh, depth-wise and on my bench. And at tight end, I got Tyler Higby. Now, I do have two pass catchers from the Rams offense, but that offense is going to be good. So I'm willing to invest in it. And if you look at the teams that I have selected players from you've got the Packers who are the number one scoring offense you got the Panthers who were like middle of the pack ish Kansas City obviously top scoring offense the Chargers score a lot of points the Rams score a lot of points and Niners can score a bunch of points Denver has all the talent to score a bunch of points Tennessee New England you know those are teams that can like I said score more points Baltimore even the the Raiders, you know, they have some sneaky um, upside to score a bunch of points as well. So, the, you know, the theme of my team is draft guys that play on good offenses. And I think that's just, that should be, that's self-explanatory. So, you know, I like my team overall. I think my depth lack uh, definitely lacks a little bit of, you know, my team is not very deep. But I'm, I'm pretty happy with the starting roster. I think I can make some decisions early on with this team. And that's the key to fantasy football is... After the first couple weeks, make adjustments, cut the guys that are not performing well, look at snap counts, see if they're playing or not, see if they have a role in the offense, and go from there. I really like this team, though. I really like it. I like having Christian McCaffrey at 103. Makes my team feel a whole lot better. So, All right, guys, that's going to do it for me tonight. Remember to follow the show and both me and my co-host, on Twitter and Facebook, we can be found on Twitter at Pigskin underscore Jay Gonzo and at Pigskin underscore D Rock. Got another show on Thursday. We'll see y'all later. Peace. Have a good night. <laughs>